I understand people being upset, right? Um, I understand the fear, as I mentioned before, that, you know, HBCU football will slip um, maybe back to not getting the type of attention it got with Dion there. But to, I mean, even disappointed is okay. But to, to be playing it, you know, like he just broke the cardinal sin, um, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair to the brother. It's your boy Verse, and this is Open Mic with OCR Mike. Shit, yeah. Yeah, that's right. This is the show where the mic is open for any discussion. Feeling about feeling about OCR. I don't think I don't think we're done. Yeah, we're gonna try to find something that's gonna be interesting. Then obviously on the Wednesday we got the, the actual show, and then the overtime show, and you know, and I know I'm all about. Yo, what up, good people? It's your boy, OTR Mike. And let me be the first to welcome you to another episode of Open Mic with yours truly. Look, man, this is the show where the mic is open for all discussions, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. Before I get kicked off, let me shout out my boy Hendo for the intro. Um, let me tell you something about Hendo, man. He he don't he don't like the praise, but too bad. This is my show. I do what I want. <laughs> no, but Hendo made that for me. I, you know, I just kind of mentioned that I liked the intro to his his show, and the way Hendo functions is man. When he realized you like something, man, he'll, he'll throw something together for you, and you don't even know that that's his plan or what he's doing. Um, so shout out to that brother Hendo. Uh, host of Ravens Ungatekeepers. Uh, for all the Ravens fans, man, go over there, subscribe, check out Hendo's channel. If you want that real, real on the Ravens, that's where you want to be. Uh, but he's an excellent content creator in his own right and a super, super supporter. And I appreciate you, Hendo. So, yeah, man, Hendo made that for your boy. Um, obviously, those watching got to see it, those listening. You got to hear it. Um, but yeah, man, I'm here with another episode. Solo journey continuing. I don't know why I look so extra light skin. These lights is is bright on your boy. But anyway, uh <laughs> look man, look, I promise to uh hopefully not be before you long today um on this episode. Something that uh, I wanted to discuss real quick. Uh, news that actually dropped uh, over the last, well, it, it dropped probably over the last week, but it was made official tonight or today. And that is Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, is leaving Jackson State and heading to Colorado to be the head man of that university. That's right, Deion Sanders. Coach Prime is leaving, going to uh, Power 5 school or, you know, the next level, as they call it. Now, there's been a lot of backlash behind this move. And, um, you know, a lot of people upset. A lot of people feel like he bailed. A lot of people feeling like he... uh, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe they feeling like excuse your boy, but that's just too much light. Um, <clears throat> I I don't know, man. I, I guess a lot of people feeling like he he used Jackson State as a stepping stone. Um, which in the grand scheme of things, I, I don't really see an issue with. Um, just a lot of a different range of emotions. You got some people that's happy for him. Um, and wishing him well on his new journey. <laughs> and then you just got folks that's just coming down on you, man. So I wanted to talk about that real quick, man. And I, I wanted to give my opinion on it. Um, I wanted to show you some of the opinions that I've seen online about it. Um, so, yeah, let's get it. So let's start here, man. Look. Dion. Well, before I go there, before I go there, let's give a good, let's give a rundown on Dion for those of you who don't really know him. Um, you should know him, but some of my listeners may not. So, of course, Dion was a great football player in his own right. Played two sports. Um, he played professional football, NFL, and professional baseball. Um, one of the greatest athletes ever, in my opinion. And uh, Hall of Fame player and all of the above. I didn't say that already. Uh he coached a little bit of high school football. He coached his sons down in Texas, I believe. And then he got a call from Jackson State saying, hey, man, what you think about being our head coach? And he hopped on the opportunity, and his impact was instant. Now, I'm just just talking from a the product on the field. Um, you know, Jackson State was 21 and 40, I believe, the six years prior to Dion getting there. And then over his time frame, he went 27 and five, winning two, two swag championships. So, like I said, it was instant, man. He was able to bring um, big time talent down to the HBCU level, um, even was able to pull the number two player in the nation, high school player in the nation. Um, from a major power five school. I think it was Florida state. He was, he was, uh, originally committed to, and he signed with Jackson state. Um, something that you don't see at all. If, if at all, rarely, um, you sometimes you see, you would see that type of talent go down, but it would be, okay. It's the second stop, you know, didn't work out on the big school. So they go down to the FCS level down to HBCUs. And um, but he was pulling this type of talent, not at second stops, just pulling them out of high school. And um, it was amazing to see. And I think that's part of the reason why people are upset um, because of his impact on, on the game and his impact on HBCUs. Um, and I think we're we're afraid that it's going to go away with him and i kind of disagree with that right one i think it's an immense amount of pressure put on Deion sanders right um you know coaches leave places all the time but it just seems like you know him getting an opportunity to uh, move on to a higher level, uh, a promotion, uh, so to speak, if you want to keep it on the level of 
you know, your day-to-day job. And people are upset by that. And um, I don't know. I, I just I just feel like you wouldn't hear you don't hear this at all about now you you see coaches, like I said, all the time leave situations where you know they build something, um, another job comes calling, maybe a, a higher profile job. And they bounce like it's nothing. And, um, you know, Dion just seemed to catch some heat for doing that. And it's just it's it's just not right in my opinion. And in situations like that, even even when outside of Dion, when coaches leave, right? The way I judge the situation is about how you leave. You know how you left the program, right? And um, I think that's the idea. You leave the program better than it was before you got there. And I think 100% Dion has done that and will be doing that at Jackson State. Um, so that's my little spill so far, but I want to get into some of the comments that I've seen online. Uh, let's start here with Devin Respris, uh at Coach2Bless. Shout out to him. He said, I see a lot of negative talk surrounding Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State and going to Colorado. Prime left Jackson State and and HBCU football better than he found it. He's a black man climbing the rankings from HBCU to to the Power Five. This opens the door for others. Good luck, brother. I agree. Um, He's climbing the ranks. Now, mind you, he had high school level coaching experience before this. He made it look easy because of his success. So, you know, it it is a huge move in a in a huge um, accomplishment for him. Right? This is this is this is a promotion. Right? This is this is with a lot of coaches who coach on those on on that level. Right? This is this is so to speak, a dream to them, right? So why is it okay to crush that if that's Dion's dream? I mean, I think he looks at coaching as a bigger picture. I think he wants to have an impact on the kids, um, especially our kids, especially black boys. And, again, he's done that. Um, But I just think, again, that's the unfair side of it is that he being a black man has the pressure of saving HBCU football on his shoulders. And instead of looking at it from the flip side, like this gentleman mentioned, he showed it can be done on that level. And I agree that he's left not just Jackson state, but HBCU football in a far, far better place than it was before he got there. More comments. Shout out to Ashton Morris. He said, if Dion leaves Jackson State and takes Shador, who is his, his son, he's proving folks right. Dion was preaching, elevating HBCU programs, and, and looks like he was just using Jackson State as a launcher pad for his coaching career, which is fine. 
but don't go around acting like it was for altruistic reasons. Again, people feel like he used it as a launching pad. And to that, I I, I want to mention what Dion said to his own players when he told him. He said something along the lines of how coaching is one of the professions where you either it, you, you don't you don't last long, right? There's he said there's no grave for for coaches, right? It's very rare that you find a coach who is at one with one team his entire his entire career. And his point was, if it ain't working, they ship you out of it. Right. So when opportunities come, sometimes, you know, you have to move on. And um, again, I don't think people are looking at it from that standpoint. Um, And then to say he used them as a launch pad. I mean, quite frankly, we would be remiss to not mention that they both benefited from Coach Prime being there, Jackson State, and himself, right? So, again, you're entitled to your opinion. And, and I'll say this. I understand people being upset, right? Um, I understand the fear, as I mentioned before, that, you know, HBCU football will slip um, maybe back to not getting the type of attention they got with Dion there. But to – I mean, even disappointed is okay. But to – to be playing it, you know, like he just broke the cardinal sin. Um, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair to the brother. More comments. Shout out to Sheena Quick. She said, whether Deion Sanders left Jackson State this year or 10 years from now, there was going to be critics. For those against him moving on, how many seasons had would have sufficed for you in your opinion? I think that's a great point. I think that's an excellent point. I think that's the type of pressure that he was on or under that no matter when he would have left, something would have been said. And um, it just goes back to uh, the point of of coaches um, on the level above him, how they move around like musical chairs. And it's fine. They, they'll they be wearing the team colors one day, and the next day they had a standing on a podium being introduced as the coach of a new team. And that's fine. And that's kind of moving on the same level, right? Like I said, you might be moving to a, uh, you know, more of a prestigious school. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're on power five level, you on power five level. Again, what's getting lost in here in this situation is this is a step up for Dion. So yeah, you know, Dion is moving up in ranks. This is a promotion for him. Why are we upset that he's taking a step up in his career? You know, we we can't i don't think that's fair we can't do that <laughs> we we can't do that and i don't think if 
this was Dion moving from say okay he's at he's now the head coach at Colorado. Let's say this is Dion moving from Colorado to the University of Maryland. Nothing would be said. You'd be happy for him, but because he's leaving HBCU, we're upset. Now, one of the things that I wanted to point out that I think is being missed in this entire situation is, again, like I said, there was a benefit for both sides, no doubt, right? Jackson State gave Dion a platform to show his talent as a coach. And because of who Dion is um, from his playing career and his personality, and his success, he brought immense attention to Jackson State, right? Like, more attention than they've ever gotten, especially for football. So that goes back to me saying, leaving the university in a better place than it was before you got there. Then also was he also like he exposed those those kids and those players to things otherwise they wouldn't be right let's not forget that let's not forget that like you know he brought college game day to jackson state university like that's big there's some there's some power five schools who hasn't hosted college game day College game day, for those who don't know, is the biggest college football pregame show on TV, on ESPN. And he brought that attention to Jackson State. Again, leaving the university in a better place than it was before you got there. Now, the kids were also, they also met celebrities, ton of celebrities, uh, their favorite rappers, uh, got to got to rub shoulders with some of the people they would have never got to, had a chance to do or meet or be around if it wasn't for Coach Brown. Off the field things that aren't being mentioned. Again, leaving the university in a better place than it was before you got there. Another thing that Deion did that's not being talked about, Deion Sanders donated half his salary to Jackson State to complete the football facilities. Do I need to say it again? Leaving the university in a better place than it was before you got there. How many coaches you hear doing that? Right? Go online. Look at some of their videos. Go back to when he first got there. The facilities, the locker rooms, the gear. All of those things. He, uh, I believe they were with Undarm, if I'm not mistaken. New uniforms. Like, changed things immensely impacting that school immensely helping them finish their facilities out of his own pocket 
Come on now, some people. We gotta we 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 gotta relax on and we gotta look at the bigger picture of these things, right? He also put these kids in positions to play championship football. As I mentioned earlier in the show, 21 and 40, the six years prior to Dion getting there. In the two years, two and a half years, three years, something like that, that he's been there. Two swag championships. Giving them the opportunity to play on a level that they haven't played forever, that that university hasn't seen in a long time. Right? Y'all thinking about that? But it's even deeper that I want to show y'all that Dion has done for the university. Now, Dion. And I, I think I'm missing one here. But that's okay. Dion. Now, you know what? I'm going to put it up. We on the fly, right? We on the fly. Y'all sticking with me. I'm, I'm going to put this up. I want I want y'all to see this. And I want the listeners to hear this. On an even deeper level, right? The financial gain that was recognized and felt by the city in Jackson, Mississippi. Now, shout out to WLBT News in Jackson, Mississippi. This, in the long run, said, I'll read it to you, right? Uh, They're saying, and I quote, we're we're just a few days away from Jackson State University's biggest game of the year, the SWAC Championship, which was played today. Um, Visit Jackson is projecting they gained to bring in over $6 million for the capital city. That's similar to the numbers we saw for Jackson's, Jackson State's homecoming game and when ESPN's college game day rolled into town. In all, Visit Jackson expects these three games to have an economic impact of over $18 million. Again, leaving the university in a better place than it was before he got there. Impacting the city of Jackson. Just think about that. Before you get mad or criticize Dion and saying he's used this place as a stepping stone, Look deeper into his impact. But there's more. It continues from WBLT. If you look at the city of Jackson's sales tax revenue for the fiscal year of 2022, you'll notice a nearly $3 million increase from the fiscal year before. A fiscal year starts on July 1st and runs through June 30th, which for 2022 would have included the entirety of Coach Prime's first full season with Jackson State. Even this current fiscal year, you'll see the capital city's sales tax revenue is up more than 250000 from this time last year. That doesn't even include JSU's homecoming game and where ESPN's college, day, college game day came 
to town. I know I sound like a broken record, but leaving the university in a better place than it was before you leave, before he left, or before he got there, I'm sorry. So, look, man, I, I say those things um, because sometimes we, you know, the emotional reaction is to say, oh, man, he dipped, man, oh, he he sold us out, oh, man, he, he didn't live up to his word, ah, yada, yada, yada. And as I said before, it's okay to be upset. It's okay. Like if, if the coach in my favorite school leaves, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be upset, right? But to be mad, to call him a sellout, to say he used as a stepping stone, I'm not going to go that far, especially if he left the university in a better place than it was before he got there. And what I just read to you, he left the city in a better place than it was before he got there. And you don't hear him bragging about that. You you don't hear him bragging about giving up his his half his salary to to build the facilities. Uh, they they even there's even talks as of uh, actually on on that on that college game day show when they came into town. The mayor talked about building a stadium, the first stadium in the city of Jackson. Off the back and the strength of Deion Sanders and the revenue and the attention that he brought to that town. Now, could it take a dip? I'm sure it will. But He's left the the blueprint. Follow it. Follow it. In the video of him explaining to his, his, his kids of him leaving and accepting the job, sitting right next to the AD of the school, he said, plain in day, I am going to help with the coaching search for this university because I want to keep this on the up and up. And he recommended one of the coaches that's on the staff already. That's his recommendation. A a coach that the players are familiar with. He even spoke to the players about not making a rash decision and jumping into the transfer portal. Of course, some will leave. And some will follow him to Colorado, I'm sure. But he talked to them about making the best decision and talked to them and told them to come and sit with him so he can help them with that decision. For him, this is a bigger picture. This is a calling for him, right? He mentioned how four African-American coaches on the Power Five level were fired and let go. Four. And it's not that many anyway. And he spoke on his situation being the only one where the new replacement is African-American because Colorado had an African-American coach uh, who was let go and coach prime is replacing him. So he spoke on that being a bigger calling for him to represent for those who look like him and trying to get into that profession. So again, man, look into 
the bigger picture of these things. People are talking about he left for the bag. He spoke on that as well. He don't need no bag. He far from broke. He far from broke. He said, this is his words. Right? So, I just think, man, we need to look into the entirety of, of the situation before we react to prom leaving Jackson State. And again, man, I know some of the comments are going to be whatever they are going to be. But just think about it. I get, I'm okay with you being upset and disappointed. I'm okay. But holding a man down, especially a black man down from making a step up or taking a step up, I just have a huge problem with that. Expecting one black man to be the savior of one sector of football, I have a problem with that. And some of the impact also we've already seen where you, you, you've you seen other high-profile former players take college football jobs, right, At, on the HBCU level. Um, you know, he's even given ideas to HBCU football as a whole of having their own combine, which they kind of had one, to bring awareness to these players on that level to show these NFL teams that these kids can play on that level as well. So it's deeper, man. It's a deep, it's <laughs> it's a deeper situation than it than you know how it looks from the outside of him just taking another job. And I ain't here to preach to y'all, man. I'm just saying. Stall them out. <laughs> Look into everything before you react to the situation. That's all I'm saying. And now it's up to the coaches who are still in HBCU. It's up to the coaches that will be coming in HBCU to continue to make the push that he did. He showed you that it can be done. That's what he did. He showed everybody that it can be done. And let's be honest. There's a lot of coaches and universities that didn't and did that didn't care for him coming in and getting that job and bringing the attention that he brought to Jackson State. So let's be real. So make up your mind. You want him there or you don't. But I feel like it's all laid. The blueprint is there. Follow it up. And and, and another thing that can keep HBCUs afloat or on the main stage it's us supporting when they on TV watching we got to play our part as well part of the reason it's not just prime right prime was who he was right don't get me wrong he brought eyes to the situation but we continue to watch we played a big part in that as well so we got to continue to do our part and I believe HBCUs will be just fine so, shout out to Coach Prime, man. Congratulations to him, and I hope he succeeds on his new journey because trust and believe, he's under more pressure than any coach on that level because of their success, because of their attention. So they'll be looking for him to fail, and the expectations will be high for him. So we can't 
just leave him dry. We got to rally behind him as well. Because he'll end up being one of those coaches that he spoke about when he was speaking to his players. One of those ones they'll walk out the door if it doesn't go the way that they want it to go. So, yeah, man, that's my two cents. I don't think I was here too long. But I had to hop on here and discuss this. I wanted to go live, man, but like I said, YouTube was hating on me, so I couldn't go live. So I had to record this. But anyway, it's done. I appreciate you guys being here. Um, Y'all been rocking with me for the last eight or nine weeks, whatever it's been. Um, You know, on this solo journey, keeping me afloat. Keep giving me ideas, giving me topics, you know, tuning in. So I appreciate y'all. So look, man, follow me on my social medias, man. If you want more and want to connect with me, I'm OTR underscore Mike on Twitter and TikTok. I'm OTR Mike underscore on Instagram. Um, If you're new here, man, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button for your boy, too, while you're at it. Help me get my numbers up. <laughs> and for my audio listeners, man. Give me a five-star rating. Do that. Keep me in the rotations. And if you got ideas or if you got show topics that you want to hear my opinion on, hit me on any of those social medias, and I promise I will get to it, and I will discuss it because this is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. That's my time, good people. I appreciate y'all. I holla. Peace.